Today's Leading Women episode 627 with the wonderful Nisha O'Reilly. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes. Did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly is the co-founder at TheForeverMethod.com. She is an educational business mentor to governments, royal families, Fortune 500s, Forbes, richest people on the planet, Time 100, most influential people, Dow 30, New York Stock Exchange, U.S. and international. She is a personality theory researcher, multi-award winning educationalist with ability company status, physical oceanographer, observational scientist, and space satellites big data research scientist. Dr. Nisha's success in the business world and her various methodologies have been documented by top media across the planet. To learn more, visit www.dforevermethod.com. Again, that link is www.dforevermethod.com. Women of the world, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I am delighted to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Dr. Nisha, I really love what you're doing with the business, especially with the Forever Method. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide the conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment at a time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Okay, um, people find it quite hard to put me in a box because I span across education, business, I work with sports people, there's theatre people, you name it, the background doesn't matter. Um, and I have people that I work with from 18 months right through to their 70s. Um, most people tend to pick an age group to work with. Um, I suppose my big interest is the elements that make people successful and I'm also quite interested in the time frame for results. Um, and in fact, this, this hasn't been a good conventional business model because the results happen too quickly. Um, and I've been particularly interested in the effects of personality um, on the different ways that we process information. Um, and because of that, I set up my own school approximately seven years ago. 
Mm, yes, I love what I'm hearing about your business and your interest in uh, learning about the effects of personality. And, and, and that is what, what's really interesting is to learn about all the different types of personality for a person and how it affects our life, how it affects what we achieve, how it affects what we want in life. Greatly share that one with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Um, I think my own dyslexia was a very big factor. I suppose I started off with the question of why are some dys- dyslexic people more successful than others? Um, and also that if you look at a, a, a celebrity list of dyslexics, they're all very different. And um, what makes them all so different? So I suppose that was the starting point. And when I set up the school, it was very much a lab space for me to prove a lot of the ideas in my head. Mm, yes, I mean, that has been a theme here at Today's Indian Women, that more often that idea sprang from our own experience. And so, for example, with you, uh, you said being dyslexic inspired you to create your school and now you are inspiring others as well. So great to share that one with us. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Um, I suppose one of the unusual things about me is I have quite um, a rare personality type. I'm an INFJ. And what that allows me to do is to be massively empathetic to other people. So I can literally step out of my own skin and put myself in other people's shoes and really understand why they're finding different things difficult or what's really going on for them. And quite often people don't have to tell me a lot. I can actually just already read it. Um, and that, that makes me especially good at reading teenage boys um, who don't want to tell people what's going on. And I never set out to be an expert in Asperger's, but I relate very well to people with Asperger's because sometimes I can see what's happening and they don't have to talk so much. Um, I suppose I'm, I'm a very big high achiever, um, I'm very self-motivated, and I'm very outside the box as well, which really appeals to a lot of people. Mm, so that's uh, empathy, being a self-motivator, and thinking outside of the box. Great personal qualities here that uh, Dr. Nisha just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate this and adapt them into our lives and into our business. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, I, I think the first one was being so different. When I started the school, people didn't understand what I was doing. And in order to get the first people in through the door, took some patience and to actually really have people experience the methods. And it's the same um, with the Forever Method. Once people have gone on the journey with us, they then understand what we do. So sometimes it can be hard um, to be so outside the box. And actually, the, 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 the recipe for that is to be more outside the box. The more different you are, I think, the better. Um, and I suppose the last one, if I'm honest, is my dyslexia. And I suppose I have just learned a lot of tips and tricks along the way. And I very much set up the work environment to suit me, not to suit other people. 
Mm, yeah, I love that. I love that uh, you mentioned about uh, the, that environment that suits your needs uh, according to your challenges that you have, personal challenges or like that. And yes, I agree with you. Being different is such a a, a, a great trait for, uh, especially in where we are now. Of course, there, in some somehow in other other areas, other people will see. Okay, they won't understand, but when they start understanding it, then they know, okay, 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 it is like this, and then they start. Uh, you know, adapting to that one, they start accepting that one. They are more receptive to that. What it is that is different, but it's really important to be unique and be different, uh, especially in, in for our listeners out there who are just starting out. Really important to be unique and be different in what it is that you do, because you really have to stand out in a crowded place that we have nowadays. All right, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Um, I suppose working to my schedule, I think you have to set up a new schedule and a new routine that actually suits you, not one that's in the conventional workplace. Um, then the other side of it is, is hobbies are incredibly important. Um, so mine are art, theatre, films. Um, I paint, um, which is a massively good way to switch off. And I'm a big fan of colouring books as well. Um, and books play a big important role for me too. Um, and I love cafes and I, I must, for my own health regime, go for a walk every day. So it's really good to walk to a cafe. So it gives you think time and then time out to chill or maybe time to write up the ideas that you've thought of along the way. Yes, absolutely. And I love that uh, you, you mentioned about setting up a schedule that fits you. I know we all have different schedules. We all have different lifestyles. So really set up a schedule that really fits your lifestyle and structure your day so that you know what you are, are going to do, be doing that day. Well, habits are really important, just like what Dr. Anisha just shared with us. Really need to incorporate those outside of your business. Going outside, going for a walk, uh, connecting with nature love going to the cafes as well it's my way of treating myself and of course if it is a walking distance oh it's such a joy being in nature especially if the sun is out there really enjoy this moments i know a lot of us are working from home and it can be so isolating so really important to find a way to get out and connect with nature connect with people and do something do something outside of your business so it's a great tip there that we can all take action on in terms of this work-life balance all right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, I would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Um, I suppose one of the, the negative sides of my personality is that I tend to set very high standards for myself. And 
I tend to not really value my own successes maybe as much as other people do. Um, it's So I tend to measure my success based on other people's achievements. And in the business world, that's very people are very driven by the monetary gains of our clients or in sports, it's around medals or cups and so on. Um, but for me, I probably take the biggest joy out of some of my students. Um, like, for instance, you know, an eight-year-old who reads a book for the first time in, in three weeks, you know, and, and they haven't managed to ever sit down and read a book before that. You know, so I tend to, to relive a lot of myself through other people. Mm, yes, nothing really is so fulfilling and so gratifying than uh, seeing our work, seeing the impact that we have uh, for our, uh, from our clients, from our customers, from the people that we serve, seeing the joy in them. Uh, so, for example, with you, your students, wow, such an inspiring, such a fulfilling uh, feeling, actually, to see those intangible benefits of being in business. Great perspective there. All right, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your bout of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Um, I think it's always very good to work for someone else, but you need to make sure that there's um, space for you to to be promoted and there's actually space at the top of the company for you. Um, education um, in particular doesn't tend to promote women up to the top levels and in fact when I worked um, in a college I saw that there wasn't space for me and I got out but I was glad I got the experience along the way. Um, the reality is is that men will look out for you more in the business world than other women, that's been my experience. Um, and if you are going to a networking meeting, it's actually better to gravitate towards some of the men in the room. Um, and it's always very good to have your own mentor and to to basically have a mentor that's more successful than you. So you may have different mentors at different times during your career. Mm, wow, that was so really. I mean, I really love those that you just shared with us. I'm sure a lot of our listeners really because uh, I was like wow that's huge golden nuggets there and uh, for for our listeners that are especially who are just transitioning or who are still in their job it's really important to make sure like what uh, Dr. Anisha just shared with us make sure that you have a place in your work and if you feel like you're not getting what you're supposed to be getting or you're not getting that fulfillment or that promotion for example find something don't, don't settle find something that really is worth uh, you uh, worth of you and of course I I love when you said about uh, men um, in your experience uh, takes care of women more than we women with each other. That is really an eye-opening, especially, and I'm sure with your experience. Um, But with my experience too, I mean, I came from a very traditional background as a nurse and we didn't have that many male nurses where I grew up, where I work. So that was really eye-opener for me to hear that. Really, uh, really important to hear because I also, I noticed that one when I do courses or seminars or, or like that, men are, are really, I mean, I, I noticed that one and he just 
you just highlighted it. So, and the third one is, of course, is having a mentor, getting a mentor, especially if you're just starting out. I know sometimes it's a stretch to find a mentor, but it's really important to understand the importance of having a mentor because it's not only going to help you shorten the learning curve, but it will help she, she or he will help you go from point A to point B a whole lot faster than if you have done it yourself. So let's take action on these tips that Dr. Nisha just shared with us and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. Last but not the least, Dr. Nisha, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. Um I would have to say Mary Montessori. I'm, I'm sorry she's not living. Um, I suppose the reason that I admire her is because she started her own school and then wrote up the method afterwards. So it was very much she got in there and it was very kind of experimental observational scientist, um, which I really like. And she had also really strove to be um, a woman in medicine and to actually um, fight her way into university to become a medical doctor and then went back to education. And I, I actually think that sometimes we have a better view of education if we've come from a different background. Um, and I came from physical oceanography myself. Um, and obviously I admire her because she wrote her own methods and set up her own methods um, and then took them worldwide. And she, she set up a foundation in a way to protect her identity and protect her methods, um, which makes them far more credible. And it continues standing long after she's gone yes and I happen to be a, a graduate of a Montessori school in where I grew up so absolutely a really such an inspiration to you so to Marie Montessori for being an inspiration to you Dr. Nisha and to all of us here today's women we sell you lastly Dr. Nisha share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Um, I suppose I'll go back to some of the things that people have said to me. They, they've told me that I give them permission to be themselves, um, that I supply them with the ultimate roadmap um, to do what they've always wanted to do but not known how to, and other people have told me that it's a bit like therapy on speed. Um, so, you know, it's, it's finding all of those little habits and patterns maybe that are generational in your family and actually um, understanding them fully for the first time and, and conquering them. So it, it is hard to explain what I do, but it, it is ultimately helping people to be the best version of themselves, regardless of what age they are or what it is they're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And what can they learn more about you and what you do? Um, the business uh, work is on the forevermethod.com. And if you want to look at the education stuff, it's on the Purple Learning Project. All right. So that's www.theforevermethod.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now. And if their products and services resonate with you, I highly encourage you to connect with uh, Dr. Nisha at www.theforevermethod.com. Again, that link is www.theforevermethod.com. Dr. Nisha, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for being such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. It's been, it's been a, a delight. It's always very good for you to actually answer these questions and ask them your, to yourself occasionally. Thinking of starting a podcast? 
seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.